Welcome to the High Post Sports Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jack Trulio. I was joined by my other host, Eddie Vicente. Unfortunately, other one of our hosts, Liam LaValle, was not able to make it. But we did bring in a special guest, TBI, also known as the Basketball Insider or Danny. You can find him on Twitter or Instagram, at the Basketball Insider. That's for both of them, as I said before. But we talked about our top 10 shooting guards for this year. Just to clarify, this was based on basketball reference. So if you thought someone was a shooting guard and we didn't have them on there, that's why. We talked about recent NBA news, what's going to happen at the bubble, regular season playoff predictions, who we think will get the eight seed for both conferences. Also, at the end, we had a little bit of a mix-up with the audio. We had a patch of phone call. So it's not the greatest audio, but it should do. So that's why we have double intro, just to clarify everything. Some things went wrong, but it turned out to be a great podcast and i hope you guys enjoy like always do not forget to rate review like and subscribe and share this to your friends and family hopefully they can enjoy and let's get into your podcast welcome back to the high post sports podcast i'm one of your hosts jack trulio joined by as always eddie vicente how you doing today eddie Hey, man. Doing super good. Super glad to be right back. <laughs> it's been a little bit since we've done a podcast. Yeah, has been a nice little break, I guess. And unfortunately, Liam couldn't be here today, but we do have a special guest, uh, the Basketball Insider, also known as Danny. You can find him on Instagram or Twitter, at the Basketball Insider. How are you doing today, Danny? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Uh, really appreciate you having me on today. Uh, I can't wait to finally talk basketball. It's been a minute since I've been on a podcast, so. Yeah, back. I think I was looking. Was it 2017? Was your last one or last time you did a podcast oh, or something like that? Uh, last or had your own podcast was December of like 2019. Okay, yeah, it's been oh, a- so not too long. I kind of well, forgot yeah, how, yeah. how podcast goes to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's thank you again. Uh, it's nice mm-hmm. to be back on. Thank you for coming on. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about recent NBA news. And with players sitting out, what we think will happen at the bubble, predictions for regular season, ending and playoff predictions, and then wrapping up the podcast with our top 10 shooting guards for the year. So I think I'll just start us off here. You know, it's exciting to see that basketball is coming back because we haven't really – it's been a while since we've talked about this, but the NBA is coming back July 31st. So what are your guys' initial thoughts about – the NBA resuming its season. Uh, Dan, you can go first, bro. All right, uh, no problem. Um, listen, I'm 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 a straight person. I like telling the truth. Um, to be honest with you guys, I'm kind of scared uh, for how the season, well, how the rest of the season is going to play out. I think there's going to be a lot of issues in the bubble, as much as we all don't want there to be any issues. Um. I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, the NBA is taking a big chance on this. And I just want it to work out for them. But there's a lot of guys who are already sitting out, like well-known players. And as much as – the funny thing is the NBA said that on June 24th, it was supposed to be the last day for them to announce, like, if they're coming or if they're staying. And, you know, every day there's guys saying, like, oh, I'm, I'm out. Um I don't know. I I'm hoping for the best, and and we'll see. What What do you guys think about that? Go ahead, Eddie. Okay. Uh, 
yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can see, I can see what you mean. The, with the bubble, there's like so many moving parts. It's crazy, you know. Um, and what, what, like, it is possible. There is, it, I mean, like seriously, like it, this, the chance of the league getting shut down again is so likely. <laughs> um, but I definitely don't think it's like impossible though. Um, and yeah, tons of players have been sitting out there. Like the dude, the Nets are running with like their bench, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happens to a few other teams too. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, you know, and also just like the fact that in reality, like maybe two or three teams aren't going to be as competitive, you know, maybe maybe more than that, you know, just because of how many players are sitting out and whatnot. Um, yeah. Also, also, I think it kind of affects the the competitiveness of the teams because, you know, I mean, like Avery Bradley, for example, he's such a big part of that Lakers team and he's sitting out. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a shame, really. I'm, I'm yeah. for the Lakers that they picked up J.R. Smith. Say what you want about J.R. Um, but yeah, I, I still think he's going to be a really big piece, especially now that he knows that Bradley's out. And I'm also happy that Dwight decided um, to stay on the board, you know? So, yeah, they lost Bradley, but they still got come with them, and they picked up JR. So, um, they're still a title favorite for me. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys completely. There's a lot of moving parts at the bubble, a lot of uncontrollable variables. My The thing I'm scared about is I could see, like, a superstar being there. Let's say LeBron is an example, being there, being uncomfortable, not liking what's going on. Maybe the Lakers are struggling and just saying he's out, and then that starts a tumbling effect, and let's say Chris Paul leaves, and then Jimmy Butler leaves, and then we're just left with teams like the Nets with running Karis LeVert, who's a good player. Joe Harrison, Tyler Johnson, Garrett Temple, Justin Anderson, and Jared Allen, who were on their team right now. Yeah. I think that wouldn't be very much fun as a fan to see superstars leave, which I think it might happen. Um, that's the concerning part. That's why, you know, I talk to a lot of my friends about this. And as much as I love basketball, I want basketball to come back, you know, like even being a, a basketball page, like it's really tough right now because there's not much mm-hmm. to talk about. But, um, sorry, I just blinked out. So <laughs> as much as I wanted to come back, at the end of the day, I, I, you know, like you have to think about the safety of everybody involved. It's just not, it's not just only the players. It's also the people who are working in the bubble, like the Disney staff who can't, track the virus and then give any of the players you know like there's like you said there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of possibilities um so if we ever get an update with the next few weeks saying that you know even the teams coming now and see that it's really uncontrollable i wouldn't i really wouldn't be upset if they decide not to uh continue the season that's just how i'm like i would at this point like we haven't had basketball since March. Um, if we don't get it until October, that's just how how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw you reposted um, Terrence Ross's um, live stream where he was live streaming 
them arriving at the bubble in his room and he's hinting at players all, or him already wanting to crack. Just exactly. can't leave the room. You can't do anything. It's not that luxurious. It's just him in a room by himself and he gets to play basketball for a few hours a day and that's it. If look, just look at his face expression. His face right, expression did not look happy. And honestly, even looking at those rooms, I was kind of surprised that that's how the players are. Like, that's where they're living. No offense. Right. It, it's it's a nice room, but it's definitely like a place where, like a family, like I would stay or something. Not something you would see like an NBA player staying at who makes millions of dollars. Exactly. It seems like uh, it seems like they're going to a basketball camp or something. <laughs> right. It Posted does. By an NBA player, you know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, like a dorm room. Yeah. Yep, that's 100%. I'm sorry, what was the player that posted uh, the meal that they got? It, it looked like a school lunch. Troy Daniels. and uh, Troy Daniels. And that's also right. the, the Nets point guard, uh, Chioza, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, that was horrendous. That, that, was, mm-hmm. that was really <laughs> bad to see. But they're saying that once everybody gets settled in, it's not going to be like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand how you can just have them out mingling when there's so many people being tested and having it right now. Obviously, they can recover, but there's people probably coming in and out of the bubble at times from the league, from Disney, from ESPN and other companies or TV providers. Oh, yeah. So I just I, don't I, I, Adam Silver said he was going to be in and out, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Um, what are your like? What are some predictions that you guys have? Let's say everything runs smoothly. Amen to that. Um, mm-hmm. But teams like Washington and now and also Brooklyn, how do you right. like? What are your predictions for how the you know the standings will end up working out? Okay, yeah, let's do that, and then we can move into playoffs as well. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start us off, Eddie, and then? Uh, sure, man. Uh, so with the Wizards, I feel like they'll just basically—I feel like they'll basically just tank. Really, um, they did have a chance, but you know, with Beal out, there's no way they're gonna do anything. Um, and the Nets—I think the Nets will still make the playoffs. Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. the Nets, for some reason though, are just always—I don't know—like the players always step up whenever they're needed to. Um, but maybe that will change now that they don't have, like, Kenny Atkinson as their head coach. Because I think he was a pretty big part of that. Uh, but if the players still have, like, that same, like, uh, uh, ability, then I think that I think they'll be, still be a first-round exit, you know. Um, and did you mean, like, wait, you, when you said predictions, did you mean, like, every single team or just, just the teams that uh, lost players? No, I, what, no, and we can talk about. Oh, sorry. No, I was just you know whatever type of predictions that you have in like my, my okay my main thing was about Brooklyn and Washington because those two teams like like what do they have right now you know and that's that's going to be one of the main topics is who's going to get that final spot in the East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the thing is here too. I don't think the Wizards had a very good shot from the beginning. They were already five games back, and now they don't have Beal. And uh, Bertans isn't playing, so that doesn't help them. They would have had to win probably seven most of their games, the eight games that they were going to get in the bubble, just to make the eight seed. 
I think the Nets still make the playoffs just because they have such a big advantage in the standings right now, but I don't think they do anything in the playoffs. It's a first-round exit. I agree. Same with the Magic. I agree. Yeah, I mean, Beal was dropping 50 and still losing, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. You would think that when one of your well, – it just shows the debt, the debt that they had. That's why um, it's always tough for me to respect a guy like Beal. Yeah, he's a great scorer, but at the end of the day, to me, it's all about winning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and poor guy, he always had John Wall by his side. The last, like, what, two years now, he hasn't. So it's a tough, like, it's a tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if he played for the Wizards again. I just don't see him staying, even with John Wall coming back. But he's shown loyalty to them with signing the extension. And it appears he hasn't asked for to be traded yet. So I think he will just because of how much money he's getting paid. Right. I think it makes sense for both to cut yeah. ties. To cut ties. But yeah, but like who would take his contract though? You know, I don't know. You hear a lot about the Nuggets, maybe a spot for Gary Harris and him, but I, I don't know. It's a lot of no, because Gary Harris is young and John Wall's almost thirty. I mean Bradley Beal. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Bradley. Yeah. yeah. Have John Wall. Yeah. No, Bradley. Bradley, because it's 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 weird because I don't know if he's waiting for like because you know how like Paul George signed the extension and then still got traded. Right. You know, I feel like I wonder I wonder if like Beal's just waiting for Jordan Wall to come back or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. That that's a that's a question I have for you guys. What do you think happens with John Wall these next couple of years? Obviously he won't be the same after those two horrific injuries, but do you think he still averages twenty and can maybe help the Wizards be a, a playoff team again? He's gonna have a D Rose career. Yeah. For the rest of the way. But honestly, I I feel like the last few months or so, or maybe the last year, he just decided to sit out because, you know, maybe he knew that the Wizards were rebuilding. And I don't know. I just, I feel like Wall can still come back and be a great player. But again, like you said, he's had two horrific injuries um, in the last few years that maybe the rest of the way that he's going to go is like, uh, what's his name? Derek Rose. But that's mm-hmm. how I think of that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I wonder, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I can't, I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, but you know how he said he, did, he wasn't going to come back because he lost all his like gain, all his, all his gains uh, due to COVID? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, like, he said that, but, like, Gobert and Jonathan Mitchell are still playing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I wonder if John Wall actually, like, just didn't do anything. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing. Now that you bring that up, I heard this on, I can't remember what show it was, but they were talking about our players sitting out because maybe they weren't working out, and then everything got ramped up really quickly, and they're like, why would I get hurt for this? Oh, dude, yeah, it's, it's a very, I think it's very possible. <laughs> Very, like, very possible. At that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised too, because I mean, like basketball players are human, you know. So, right, yeah, it's it's a possible, it's it's a definite possibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. I think though. you more question for for a better race for the eight seed to be in the West. So, who do you guys think would make who makes the eight seed in the West? 
That's a tough one. I still think it's I'll, the Grizzlies. I'll let, you guys, I'll let you guys start on that one. Okay. Uh, I still think it's yeah, the Grizzlies. Grizzlies yeah. yeah. Well, I, I couldn't hear you guys. Say that one more time. Sorry. Oh, uh, the Grizzlies. I still think they'll, they'll keep that number, the eighth seed. Ooh. Look, as much as I want the Grizzlies, just because like, they were basically going to make it if the season continued on. But I don't know. I really I have a big feeling that it's going to be the Pelicans at the end of the day. Mm, yeah. I think the Pelicans would be fun. I'm personally a Blazers fan, but I don't see them making it. I honestly see... The Grizzlies or the Pelicans, and I honestly think the Grizzlies hold on to it. Yeah, I, I also, it would be like, super I really, fun. I really want the Grizzlies to hold on just because like, they really would have made it if the season resumed. So, mm-hmm. um, right. but again, like everybody wants to see Zion and LeBron first round, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would be pretty legendary, honestly. It, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, also with the Blazers, yeah, no, dude, they just lost the number one defender in Trevor Ariza, so there's, yeah, there's no right. way. Yeah, they still, you know, the Blazers, are, are they getting Nurkic back? What's yeah, the- I think, aren't they getting, I'm pretty sure they're getting Nurkic back. They're getting him, but he's on, like, minute restriction and everything, so I don't know how much of a help he'll be. And what about Zach Collins? I haven't heard anything about Collins, so I think he's still up in the air. I, th- I thought I saw that he was traveling with the team, but... I don't know about playing. I'll look. I'm a really big fan of um, of Gabriel from uh, from the Blazers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. now that Ariza went down, um, and if Zach Collins decides not to play or cannot play, um, that the Blazers will finally give him a minute because he's good. He's long. He's athletic, versatile, and a solid defender. So mm. um, I'm a big fan. I remember them. Um... There was that fun game in Portland. It was after the trade deadline where both teams have traded most teams. It was most of their players. It was the Utah Jazz and the Blazers. The Blazers only had eight players. Oh, yeah. That was a fun game. And Gabriel had a really good game. And I, I didn't know who he was. They just acquired him from, uh, from Sacramento. Sacramento. Yep. And, yeah, like you say, he's a big player. He's a big guy who can play big minutes for him. Yeah, he um he just they just need to give him the chance and um and I think mm-hmm. he could be a really good uh player for them, hundred percent. Um it doesn't look like Collins is gonna be playing. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard much. The only reason why I asked about Nurkic was yesterday they released um what the players are gonna be wearing on the back of their jerseys, like for the statement mm-hmm. jerseys. And uh, Nurkic was one of the players that, that, like, he told Chris Hines, like, what to wear. Yes. So I saw that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When did he ever say that? Yeah, I did see that too. Um. Yeah. So we all think the the Magic and the Grizzlies probably hold on, or do you have the Pelicans overseeing the or overthrowing them? Grizzlies. I don't know. Uh, it's a. T- I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say the Grizzlies. To be honest with you, okay. um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just stick with them. Like it's. Okay. Of course, I want to see Zion in the playoffs, but at the end of the day, um, I'd rather the team that that's held on majority of the season get that spot. But mm-hmm. you know how things work out, so we'll see right. how, how, how what happens. 
I couldn't imagine being like a Grizzlies fan, and let's say the Pelicans make the playoffs over the Grizzlies. How mad you would be! Oh yeah, dude. You yeah. you had it all year. You get, they were a pretty fun team. I thought they played better than the Pelicans, but the Pelicans started off rough with not having Zion and all the injuries and everything. Yeah, it, it's with the Pelicans. With the Pelicans, uh, just them getting Zion back and getting Derek Favors back. I mean, they were looking so good. Right. I don't know if you guys crazy. remember, but the Pelicans started off the season like four and like mm-hmm. twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then Ingram started to shine, and then Lonzo got more got... minutes. What? Lonzo got more minutes, and he was yeah, playing great. Lonzo got more minutes. And then once Zion came back, that was it. That was that was their glory right there. Yeah. I think even without a playoffs run for the Pelicans, it's been a very successful year. Brandon Ingram's finally being the player we knew he could be. Yep. Lonzo's starting, starting to show improvements that he can be what we thought he was. Drew Holiday's still consistently good and does what he does. One of the best two-way Oscar. players in the league. Right, Josh Hart, underrated player off the bench. Etwan Moore, they just have so much yeah. and talent. JJ Redick, not you know. Yeah, they from, from Zion's lot. first game, I think you could tell. Like, okay, yeah, this year was not a watch mm-hmm. for them. Right. Yeah. What? What did he hit? Like five threes or something against the Spurs in the fourth quarter? Yeah, in the last like two minutes. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So how about we um do like a playoff bracket so I could read off like? Oh wait, is Jonathan Isaac coming back for the Magic? No. No. Okay. Never mind. All right. Yeah. So I'll read off. So obviously in the East would be the Bucks and the Magic, and then we can talk about who we think will win this series, and then I'll keep track of like our bracket, and we can. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it makes sense. So we all have the Magic as the eight seed. So we'll go. Who do we have winning, Bucks or Magic, in a seven-game series? Wait, Bucks. can I say something? <laughs> one sec. One sec. Can it, before we start that. I actually think I, I sorry it, it I didn't realize that the Magic were the eight seed like as of today. I actually think mm-hmm. that the Magic will move up to the seven. I actually agree with that too because they're only half a game back. Yeah, sorry, I just pulled it up now. I, I it totally slipped my mind before, but mm-hmm. looking at it now, uh the Magic are gonna get that eight spot. Ah, uh, sorry, well, yes. the seven spot. <laughs> I agree totally. So let's flip them. Let's have the Nets be the eighth seed. Okay, awesome. Are we all good with that? Yeah, that sounds more believable. Yeah. Especially because it's only half a game. I definitely see the Magic it's an improving. Easy, it's an easy jump for, for the Magic, 100%. Right. So, yeah. I okay, got so Bucks, let's do uh, – I got Bucks versus Nets. Uh, Bucks. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you got to sweep. Are you guys Are you guys staying, like, the for, for... Uh, series or, like, in how many games? Uh, we can, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Bucks and uh, four. Yeah. I also have Bucks and four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So then we move on to the Raptors versus the Magic. I think that would Repeat be the last year. I, I think that would be a sweep, too, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going Raps and four. Uh, yeah, Raps and four. Yeah, I have Raptors and four. I don't think the Magic steal a game this year. No. All right, so now we got the – here's a really fun series. Yep. Celtics and the Sixers starting it off. Dude, that is so – that series is going to – it's it's so confusing. And it's so hard to predict <laughs> how that series is going to go. Right. For me, honestly, I don't think it's uh, it's hard. 
Um, I'm going Celtics in six. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm at, like, I, listen, I, I'm not a fan of the 76ers and how they played at all this year. Um, I don't trust Ben Simmons yet. And mm-hmm. I just think the Celtics are a better team. And yeah, it will be a fun series. Like, it, it's always fun between the Celtics and 76ers. But at the end of the day, I'm putting my money on Boston in six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I have the Celtics in six for the same reasons. I just – I don't love how the Sixers have played this year. I don't throw the Celtics even, like, on one of their best games. I just think and and Simmons are just going to hurt them down the run. Yep, I agree. Um, Could you say it? Oh, sorry, uh, I, oh, no, it's okay. Uh, Honestly, oh, it's, it's, it's so weird because, I mean, on one hand, the the Sixers actually have, like, a center, and he's, like, probably – he just might be the best center in the league, you know? Uh, and, you know, they just got size compared to the Celtics. So, I don't know, it's hard, but – Right. I don't know, I'm thinking, in my opinion, it's either Celtics in seven or Sixers in seven. Like, it's really. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I think I'll probably have to lean more to the Celtics in seven. Well, they do have Embiid. It is a better Tatum and Brown now who can shoot with a Kemba. I just don't think Embiid's going to be enough. Yeah. No, I just think the Sixers are just like a deeper squad, too. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, their rookie this year could is could possibly be like an all defensive could could possibly make an all defensive team. Uh, right. uh, besides Thibault, um, what who else do they have on that bench? Like Alec Burke was that great, like coming in. Well, also just having because I think Al Horford might come off the bench, and mm-hmm. dude, Al Horford, especially in the playoffs though, because I mean, all you, all you have him do is just pretty much just. Guard players though, and that that would be super. That'd be super good off the bench. Right. The the only bad thing about Horford now is he doesn't have a pick and pop player, no. so he's not as effective on the offensive side. That's why he really meshed well with Kyrie, even though Kyrie wasn't always playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think him and Kemba would have been fun, but yeah. Also, just having well, just having Horford play the four in general is just like kind of right. kind of iffy. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Also, I mean, like I feel like they know. I feel like they got Horford just when they play the Bucks, you know. Yeah, definitely. Because Horford, Horford is a great defender, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's. I don't know, I'm, I'm really curious though for the Celtics because I mean, like when they drive into that paint and Horford and beat her there, that, that's that's gonna be a little tricky. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was your final? Did you have the Celtics? Yeah, or the I'm Sixers? thinking like Celtics and seven. Yeah, Celtics. Okay. Um, another probably fun one is probably funner with a uh, Owen Depot, but. Heat and the Pacers. I'm going Heat in five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going Heat in five, too. I think I'm going to go Heat in six. Even without Owen Depot, I still think it's a pretty good team. Oh, no, the team's Obviously, great. Yeah, the, the team is a good team. Yeah, definitely. But I'm just, I just love this Heat team. It's yeah. the funnest team I've watched all year. Oh, yeah. I enjoy every game they play in. They're, they might be. They might be the deepest team in the East other than the Raptors, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Heat Raptors are pretty fun this year too. Oh, sorry. oh yeah, definitely. Wait, wait, sorry. The Heat are the one of the deepest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sorry, I thought you were talking about uh, the Pacers. 
No, oh, okay. They, I agree. <laughs> they really, they really are a great team, and they all mesh so well together. Like their chemistry is through the roof. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny with the whole Jimmy, you know, situation. Like he literally came to Miami and changed the whole culture of that squad. Like it was amazing to see. Mm-hmm. So then, start off the second round. This will be a really good matchup too. Uh, probably one of the best matchups out of the East. Arguably, uh, the Bucks versus the Heat. Oh my god! That's a series <laughs> I would look forward to. That's tough. Um, it's it's funny because you know how like last year the Raptors ma- built that wall for Giannis and whatnot. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like. The, the Heat, they don't have, like, the size to do that, but they have, like, a bazillion amazing defenders to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's 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 weird. Because, I mean, you can throw Adebayo at him, and then you can throw, like, Jimmy, Iguodala, Crowder, and right. whatnot. Um, so, it's weird, because I wonder, like, if they'll just keep throwing defenders at him the entire mm-hmm. time, like, fresh defenders every single time. Because, I mean, they're certainly capable of doing that. Um, you know, and I feel like the I think Heat, they would. I feel like the Heat have better shooting. They right. do. I, I think they will throw different players at him, but I really think Bam is kind of – I don't think he can stop Giannis. I don't think anyone really can, but he's definitely the – I would think the perfect player to throw at him be, or at Giannis for a whole game with his athleticism and his size and everything. He's probably the closest to Giannis in that game. Yeah, probably, yeah. I'm thinking they'll do a thing where it's like on the perimeter they'll have Jimmy guard him, but then they'll switch to uh, Bam and and the paint. <laughs> right. I also think for the Bucks they don't really have like another player that you have to super worry about. Like Chris Middleton, yes, is a great player, but I don't know if you have a game plan to stop Chris Middleton. I don't think you need to game plan to stop I Chris just, Middleton. I think for Middleton it's more in in clutch time. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. clutch that's, time. That's like probably when like if you're down by three. Or you need a three, like that's the type of guy that you're gonna, um, you know, put your defense around. You're not gonna put your defense around Giannis. No, right. well, and, and even that though. I don't know. Uh, Middleton's the only like guard that uh, he's the only player that can like create a shot in the clutch. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. I think this is where they're really gonna miss Brogdon yep. in these type of games right here. They're gonna miss Brogdon or this series, I should oh, say, yeah. in moving forward. Definitely. I agree. So that should be interesting how they replace uh, Brogdon. Well, it was. Could pretty... you maybe see them? Oh, continue. Could you maybe see them replace him with a uh, Victor Oladipo? Maybe bring in Vo. No, I think I think I think Victor will probably stay in Indiana. Yeah, I think Vic is staying as well. All right. So who do we have winning this series? Ah. It's confusing, man, because it's like... Yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah, because, I mean, like, in clutch time, I mean, all you have to do is just worry about Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Bledsoe sucks butt every single year in the playoffs. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Bucks in... Uh, I'm going to go Bucks in seven. All right. Yeah, you know, I, yeah I, think, I think I'll go Bucks in seven, too. But I think next year, if this happens again, I think I'll have the heat. I don't know. This is hard. I really something in me really wants to say heat, but I just feel like I can't go against Giannis and the Bucks. <laughs> I, I so I'm have to go Bucks in seven. I also want to say heat so bad, but it's like I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, also last I year, I, think it's a... I mean, you know, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, the Raptors aren't beating the Bucks." Mm-hmm. That was a very. I mean, everyone thought the Bucks were winning that series. Yeah, and especially when they went up two nothing. Yeah, and the Heat are a very similar team to the Bucks. You know, with the shooting, the defending. You know, the one superstar on the team. Mm-hmm. You mean Raptors? Oh uh, yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, you know they're very, they're pretty they're very similar in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So yeah. I just don't see Giannis losing in the second yeah, round. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I kind of. I'm a, I'm a huge Giannis fan, but mm-hmm. I would really love to see the Heat like back in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, or something. me too. Me too. I would agree. Yeah. This is another great one too. Uh, Raptors Celtics. I'm kind of torn on this one. Raps. Raptors. I'll have the Raptors in six. Raptors? Yeah, Raptors in No, I'll have the Raptors in seven. I'm going Raptors. Yeah, they know the way. Oh, sorry. Hello? Yeah, I'm I'm taking Raptors. Oh, sorry. 100%. <laughs> Raptors in six, all right. Uh... Yeah, I feel like the Raptors are a deeper team, and they all mm-hmm. – I feel like their team ball – the Celtics team ball is also just really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like the Raptors team ball just run a little bit better. They they also yeah, have I'm... that championship like DNA, the mentality. Right. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I love. Look, as I, I will say it loud and proud. Like I am a Raptors fan. Been a Raptors fan my whole life. Like whoever will be mm-hmm. listening will probably say, "Oh, he's biased." But um, I try not to be biased when it comes to stuff like this. Um, mm-hmm. For example, last year, everybody was, like you said, was counting Raptors out when it came against the Bucks, And we had a guy named Kawhi Leonard. Um, so it wasn't only Kawhi. Like, the team was built around Kawhi. And all played their, their role, each and every one of them. And we also have an amazing mm-hmm. coach and nurse. So I was supporting them from the beginning. And I told people that the series is not over and the Raptors will end up winning. And that's what mm-hmm. happened. So in this case, like the Celtics are a great squad, also great, you know, lots of depth. But I just think that having that DNA, that mentality of one, uh, we're going to do it again. I think that at the end of the day will push them farther than majority of these teams. I agree totally. This is a really deep team. I have Raptors in seven. I think the thing that people forget is they've done their best to try and replace Kawhi and kind of do what they did last year where Siakam was the second man. Now they got Norman Powell coming up. They have Fleet still doing his thing. OG and Anobi has been really great for him this year. Terrence they just Davis. have a lot of players. Terrence Davis has been – that's another great one for him. A lot of yeah. guard depth. They have really the, the championship Raptors, DNA. The Raptors are known for finding diamond in the rough type of players. Oh, yeah. Um, and so are the Heat. Like, we were talking about the Heat mm-hmm. as well. They are known for that, too. So, but at the end of the day, like you said, they're, they're more, they have more depth. Um, and I, I trust them in a seven-game series. It's, it, listen, th- this Raptors team is not the same as the Rosen and Lowry year, okay? It's not. Right. They're a completely mm-hmm. different team. They know how to win. They, like... Like they, you know, it's it's different. Back then, like mm-hmm. they didn't know what it was like to get to the final. They didn't know what it was like to win in the final. Now right. it's a, it's a whole a different oh, story. Mm-hmm. I have a quick question for you. I know me and Eddie have talked about this, but do you think this is true? I've been hearing that the Raptors like knew the math. Like 
what they have to do to win without Kawhi. Like they normally point Siakam has to get, they normally points Lowry has to get and on down. Do you think that's true? They just calculate without that's Kawhi's points. I never, I never heard that before. I never heard that before. That's an interesting uh, take. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I don't know how you, how, I don't know. It's tough because this team hasn't had all like their star players majority of the year, you know. Right. And Siakam's still, been hurt. Lowry still found a way to win. They barely had Lowry. They barely had Siakam. Mm-hmm. They barely had Ibaka. And then Gasol was barely playing this year. Um, mm-hmm. Norman Powell, you know. So it's weird that you say that. I a I haven't heard of it, and I just don't know how that's possible if they haven't had majority of their uh, mm-hmm. players this year yeah i don't know i believe i heard it from bill simmons he was talking with someone but they're calculating like so obviously they haven't been doing it during the regular season without all their stars but he was talking to a guy and he believes that they still have like everything to win a championship just because they know how to do it even without Kawhi, they can calculate for what Kawhi did and just have siakam try and match it and then they have better bench depth even this year and they had good depth last year right i agree (laughs) mm-hmm So moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, also, Bucks, you know, it, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, oh, no problem. But like in clutch time, I mean, they got multiple guards that can create their own shots, you know? Right. Like Lowry, uh, Van Fleet, you know, like they like they got they got some guys that can hit big shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know. Who does take the last shot for him, you think? Honestly, I Lowry? think. I think. I, I don't think know. It's it depends. Because they're all team first players, though, so it would just be whoever's right. Own, you know, like I don't or think they, I, agree. I don't think they care to be honest with you. Just as long as someone gets it off. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they're not going to pull a Scotty Pippen. Uh, be upset. <laughs> no, no, they're not. You know, and that's and that's so valuable to a team. I agree. Mm-hmm. So it's it's honestly crazy. Um, also, just like their their defense too, in general. I mean, they got OG Anobi back. He wasn't there for the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. You know, OG, like, OG kind of uh, like I get it. He had a big surgery and all that, but he kind of disappointed me this year. He's had a very inconsistent season, uh, mm-hmm. but hopefully that won't be the case for the future. No, I think in the playoffs, yeah. you know, as long as he just as long, I, don't know, I feel like his best role would just be to spot up and just defend because his defense is still mm-hmm. there. Yep. All right, we ready for the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got Bucks and the Raptors. This is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Can I can I start? Sure, man. Go oh ahead. yeah, go ahead. I had I already had it written down. Um, All right. Raps in seven. All right. I'm going Raps in seven. I they did last year, and they'll do it again this year too. Like you yeah, said, I... they have they have a better, they're more, they have more depth than they had last year. I get it; they lost Kawhi, but I, I, I just can't get, I can't bet against them. <laughs> so that's my. I don't know. I'm really torn. Um. I think I'll have the Bucks in seven, mm-hmm. but or in the Raptors in seven. Honestly, it's fifty-fifty for me. 
Because yeah, I, I feel I'm... like I feel like the Raptors are the more complete team, but the Bucks of Giannis, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just really tough. Like we've been talking about, I really think the like you said, Eddie, the Raptors are the better complete team, but it's really hard to go against Giannis. Yeah, so it's it's honestly. I mean, I think for right now, I have the Bucks in seven, but right. it's you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh. Because um, even just like thinking about it, it's like okay, like Lowry will outplay. Uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Right. You know, uh, Middleton will probably outplay whatever two guard the Raptors start. Um, Giannis will probably beat out. Um, uh, Siakam. Siakam. Or whoever the small forward is. Yeah, whoever the small forward is. Well, Siakam, forward. Siakam's a power forward, isn't he? Power forward. They're both power forwards. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're both power forwards. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I feel like Gasol will outplay Brooke Lopez. I feel like the, the Raptors bench will outplay the, the Bucks bench. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Raptors have the better head coach. But, <laughs> but you know, but, but Giannis <laughs> is still such a great player. So it's, it's you know, it's it's a toss-up, man. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Raptors in seven. After you named out everything, I really think the Raptors are a better team. I don't think it's going to be an easy win. It's going to be like maybe another buzzer beater or yeah, I maybe think a three-point so. win or something yeah, I think for so. either team. I could see it either way. Yeah, no, same, man, same. For the sake of it, I'm just going to go Raptors. Raptors. I, think... I could sit here all day. and <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that when we get to the West and then we'll talk about the finals, you'll be surprised mm-hmm. So, um, for, yeah. you know, whoever will be listening to this, I'm really, I really try not to be biased, and I really try to explain as to why, um, you know, why I have the Raptors. So I just wanted to to point that out there. Yeah, no, I think you did a great job of clarifying, not just being like, "Oh, I'm a Raptors fan," so you know they automatically have to go through you. You broke it down, and it really makes sense. Uh, what are you ending with, Eddie? I know it's a tough one. <laughs> I think, you I, said I, bucks, I, right? Yeah, I'm thinking bucks and seven. All right, let's move on to the West here. So we have, we want to keep the Grizzlies as the, as the eight seed, or yeah. keep the Grizzlies. All right. Yep. Okay, so Lakers versus the Grizzlies. What do we got here? Lakers in four. All right, I got Lakers in five. Yeah, Lakers I see the Grizzlies too. stealing one game. Yeah, same. Okay. All right, so then we got Clippers, Mavericks. I think this is going to be an underrated Ooh, series that could I be really love good. This one, I love it. Yeah, I'm thinking this would be like a six game series for the Clippers. Six or seven. I was thinking the same thing. I'm going with you on that. Clips to six. Yep. I I agree totally. And then we would have another great series: Nuggets versus the Rockets. Now this is this is weird. <laughs> this is a weird one. Yeah. I, I have an answer. What is it? Rockets and five. Rockets and five. Oh, Rockets and five. Yeah. Oh, God. I have the Rockets winning it. Winning it. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking the Rockets win it in like six, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Rockets and seven. The Nuggets are good. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's tough because the Rockets will be playing small ball, as you know. But at the end of the day, I in this type of series, I'm not betting against James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. It's this, it's I agree this totally. Series. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, their next series will not be easy for them. No. So in the four five matchup, we have the Jazz and the Thunder. Oh, this. Who do we got winning this? Oh, I I have the Thunder winning it. Honestly, I do too. I have Thunder in six. Yeah, I feel like this year, uh, it's gonna be different for the Thunder. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like Chris Paul can lead them past the past the Jazz this time. <laughs> right. This is tough. Also, the rift with the Jazz. I just. Oh yeah, that too. That will definitely also play a play a part. This also, yeah, I think some players aren't playing for the Jazz, right? Uh, Royce O'Neal, was it? No, I could. I'm wrong. Oh, okay. I, think, I don't think. I don't know who it is. Called out. Oh, okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. My bad. Um. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm, I'm such a big Mitchell fan, and I'm such a big like on how the Thunder played this year. Oh, this is. I don't know what. I'm yeah. Pick this one. Um. All right, I'm just going to go Thunder in seven. All right. So then we have Lakers versus the Rockets. Who do we got in this Lakers. one? Lakers. Yeah. Lakers. That's going to be a very, very interesting series, though. Mm-hmm. I could see it being very lopsided in the Lakers' way or the Rockets keeping it maybe six or seven. Yeah, I'm thinking – yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going Lakers in six. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be entertaining though because this is two star like uh, like like not I mean LeBron's not like a big man but like like two big players against you know two forwards against two guards you know right two duos versus yeah, two each duos, other you know so it's yeah. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining as heck mm-hmm. I think I'm also gonna go Lakers and six yeah, I'm thinking. Actually, yeah. I'm thinking like Lakers and seven. To be honest with you, seven. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I could also see the Lakers really just sweeping them and winning in four. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like um, the Lakers, the Rockets are winning small ball, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like the the Lakers guards, especially with Bradley out, you know, I don't feel like uh, Danny Green can contain Westbrook or Harden. Right. You know. Who would you 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 put him on Harden, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you would need a much faster player to guard uh, Westbrook. And then Avery Bradley would have been a good matchup for him with Westbrook. Yeah, Avery Bradley would have been perfect. Um, so it'd probably be yeah. Jr. Then, right? With Westbrook. I don't know. But then you got to think about. It. Well, no, they can't really play help because they're going to spread them out and then yeah. like five out. Yeah, I don't know who. Because I mean, like, if they say they have LeBron starting at the one, right? Then like Danny Green at the two, mm-hmm. you know, it's like maybe Casey what? or maybe Danny Green at the three. Because I did they did run some lineups like that and have like KCP or something. Yeah, yeah, I could see KCP being like Westbrook's main defender for that series. Before you go, Danny, I do find this really funny. LeBron's probably like one of the only guys you start as your point guard, but he guards like your power forward or your yeah small forward. <laughs> Very true, though. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on to the Clippers Thunder? Or do we want to talk about the Lakers Rockets more? No, I'm good. With All right. So then, who do we got winning the Clippers Thunder series? I have the Clippers in like six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go in six. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I feel like the Thunder would put up a pretty good fight. Oh, I agree too. Yeah, I feel like, like I think every guess. game would be very close. Yep. Yeah, same, same. 
the Thunder have known to be this year, you know, for um, being underappreciated, calling CP3 wash. So mm-hmm. they have a lot to, uh, to prove. And the fact that they're going to go this far in the second round, um, that's big. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a nice homecoming for, you know, Chris Paul to still show the Clippers, you True. know, what he's got. And Shay to show him, like, what you're missing. Like, they traded a, a lot to get PG. I agree. I think that's something people don't talk about is like if the Clippers don't win the finals in the next couple of years, they could have traded in all of this and not even win the finals and lose Kawhi and PG 13. Like, yeah. yeah. They both only signed for, they both, they only have, I think they have two more years of PG left and then they have three years of Kawhi. Right. Mm-hmm. Or two years. Which after if PG this year, leaves. Yeah, Kawhi's this, out. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah, it could all go very badly. <laughs> yeah, here's the matchup we've all been looking for: the Clippers, Lakers, in the Western Conference Finals. This is an easy one for me personally. I I would have I guess I think I would have the the Lakers in seven. All right, I'm going Lakers in seven as well. Oh, I got Clippers in seven. I just think they have too much. I just don't see the Lakers. I know AD is going to be hard to. And Dwight and JaVale are going to be hard for him to stop. And LeBron. But I just don't think Lakers can overcome everything that the Clippers have, especially without Avery Bradley now. I just don't see it. I think it's a seven-game series, though. No, yeah. All right, so then uh, the finals. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, no. Go ahead. I'm oh, okay. still writing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, in my opinion, I feel like the Lakers will win the series just because they have, you know, uh, like natural playmakers, unlike the mm-hmm. Clippers. Um, or they have a like, go-to guy that can, mm-hmm. get, you know, that, can, that can make passes and all that. Um, right. And I just feel like the the Lakers, they're just, you know, I feel like they, they have better they have, they, they have a better size compared to the Clippers. You know, oh, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I don't think Montrez will be able to keep AD, no. <laughs> you know, locked down. <laughs> um, and then just LeBron, just having LeBron too, just in the in the in the post. That yeah. definitely something. So, here's how I'll do it for the finals. I'll read off your name and then the matchup you had, and then you can give your prediction and thoughts and everything. So we'll start with you, Danny. You had Raptors, Lakers. Who do you have winning? Um. I'm going to go Lakers in six. In six, all right. Yeah. That's why I said that's <laughs> with my answer. Um, I just feel like LeBron and AD, look, the Raptors did beat them in the regular season earlier on. Um, mm-hmm. I think they actually destroyed them. But when it comes to playoff mode, and I know against the Raptors, LeBron always loves to show up. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I won't be able to bet against LeBron. I will be rooting for the Raptors. I will. But right my on. prediction right here right now is Lakers in six. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, you had Bucks, Lakers. Who do you have winning that series? Um, I would have Lakers in six. All right. So then I had Raptors, Clippers, and I have Clippers winning it all. Kawhi uh, beats Clippers his team and goes back to back. Clippers in how many games, sir? Oh, sorry. Seven. Seven. Hi. While editing, 
I realized we didn't address Eddie having to leave so early, so he wasn't able to finish off his te- top 10 shooting guards, so we will have Eddie read off his list in the next episode. Same with Liam being absent from this podcast, you will hear his top 10 shooting guards in the next podcast. Thank you. Now let's get into your Let's get into the top 10 shooting guards that me and Danny had, and you hear a little bit of Eddie's. Okay, uh, I'll start off. I have CJ McCollum as my number 10. I also have CJ McCollum as my number 10. He's had a pretty good year. You know, he's been a little injured. Still a top 10 player, though. I have shooting guard. That's 10. Right on. Uh, Nine, who you got here, Eddie? I have Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, all right. I have uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander as my number nine. Oh, snap. Forgot about him, but he's an amazing player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He I know that happened to me during the point guards. Um, I have uh, Zach Levine at number nine. Right on. Number nice. eight, I have Zach Levine as well. Okay. Uh, and number eight, I have Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Still making your list? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, no, I have my list made. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, he still made your list. Even oh, yeah. After the injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very um, impressive. <laughs> at number eight, I have Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, he had one hell of a year. He deserves to be there. Oh, yeah. Seven. I have Paul George. He's definitely, when he's healthy, a top three shooting guard or even a top two shooting guard. He just hasn't been healthy, and when he has played, he hasn't always been the most consistent or to the Paul George level, so that's why I have him at seven. I agree with you. I also have PG at seven for those exact reasons. Uh, when he's healthy, as we saw last year, he was one of the top players in the league. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll see in the bubble how he will play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have... I have Paul George on my forwards list. That's why he's not on my list. Um, okay. Yeah, no, either way works. Yeah, but as, as my number seven, I have uh, Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, six, I have Jalen Brown. He's been a really pleasant surprise on the offensive side for the Celtics this year. Oh, yeah. So I think he definitely cracks this top ten. He's basically a 20-point scorer, so, yeah. Right. I have Jalen uh I also have Jalen Brown at number six. Yep. Right on. All right, top five. Here we go. I have Drew Holiday cracking my top five as the fifth best shooting guard for this year. Oh, He's, I didn't say my know, number one six. One of the better. Oh, sorry. My bad. Eddie. That's good. My number six is Devin Booker. <laughs> right on. Uh, Drew Holiday, you know, I've seen my top. He's my number five. He's a really great two-way player. He does a lot for the Pelicans, both offensively and defensively. So, um, sorry, I'm. This is five, right? I to... Yeah, five. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, I got Devin Booker as number five. Um, All right. This might. I know once we finish the list, it might not sound good, but because of how. Again, he's just like Beal. They're two great scorers, but at the end of the day, what has D-Book done in the past, uh, what has it been already, six years that he's in the league? Five, six years? Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't made no playoffs appearance, so it's just it's tough for me to um, to rank him higher. Yeah, no, I, 
I can definitely see that. Awesome. You want to start? No big deal. Here, I'll start us off here. Number four, I have Donovan Mitchell. He's had a really great year. He carries a lot of offensive load for the Jazz. This is me not looking up enough on Donovan. I don't know how great of a defender is he is, but I don't know how much that really affects his game. So this is a solid uh, place for Donovan, 100%. Um, I'm going to go with one of the most underrated guards in our league, one of the best two-way players uh, with Drew Holiday mm-hmm. at number four. Um, he definitely deserves that spot over Booker. Um, yeah, the team did have a rough uh, stretch this year. I'm pretty sure he was also injured for quite some time. Um, but when he's on the floor, he definitely leaves an impact. And they've made it to the playoffs with him before. And they definitely have a chance this year, too, with their whole squad healthy and ready to go. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a controversial person at third place. You know, listening to you and Eddie talk about him more, I probably realized I put him a little. T- too high here and I kind of let others influence me to pick him but I have Devin Booker at three he carries a big offensive load yes but it's kind of empty stats he doesn't play defense and the Suns aren't the greatest team so I'm not really backing up my pick here you know what I I like listen I respect people for their love for Booker a lot listen like I'm wondering I won't even say like your generation mm-hmm. um or you know like you like your group of people like growing up right it's all about scoring mm-hmm. it's all about shooting and the main reason is because of Stephen Curry so a lot of people they just have like that's all they love and that's all they like to see but at the end of the day when you're you know like you're ranking guys you're ranking teams it's hard to put guys listen for me I feel like I was way too generous putting Booker as five but mm-hmm. at the end of the day I kind of need to respect his offensive game but Literally, that's all he has to it. But, right. listen, you're right. Um, you know, like, for you to think he's number three, I, I honestly, I can't argue with that. I really mm-hmm. can't. Like, um, but if somebody wants to come and argue with me, like, I'm going to say exactly what I've been saying as to why he's low. Right. So, and uh, let me tell you this, like, a lot of people will agree with your pick as having Booker uh, at three. Mm-hmm. And I respect you for that 100%. Yeah. I definitely get the Booker thing. You, can, I can see why you hate him and why you love him. It makes sense either way. Yeah. Um, we're at two, right? Uh, who was your three? Sorry. Was it Drew Holiday? No. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. So no, four Holiday. was Drew. Number three was Donovan. Donovan, Donovan. Mitchell. Yeah. Um, uh, listen, I... Oh, man. Can I... Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to say my number three and my number two just because my reasoning has to go with both of them. Yeah, okay? no, go ahead. So, number three, I have Mitchell and mm-hmm. uh, Donovan Mitchell. And at number two, I have Bradley Beal. Now, people will, you know, will say that my I'm very inconsistent with what I'm saying. But for me, Beal is just an all-around better player than Booker. That reason why I said was inconsistent because you will say like if you have Beal as the second best shooting guard, why is Booker lower? I just feel like at the end of the day, Beal is just an overall better player than Devin Booker. And if 
Beal just had, um, you know, better players around him. Like, look, when he's with John Wall, they're a great team. Uh, they're one of the best teams in the East. And this guy is just literally, you know, like if, if I want a bucket getter between the two, I'm going with Bradley Beal. Just because <laughs> Devin Booker scored 70, wonderful, happy for you, but... There's more to that than just scoring 70 at the end of the day. I just feel that Booker is an all-around better player. Um, but Donovan Mitchell, it was tough for me to put Beal over Mitch. Um, but I just need to show my respect to what Bradley Beal has has done this year. And he, he deserves it. I just feel bad that he couldn't go farther with his team. So mm-hmm. that's what I have to say about uh, if somebody would say, like, your reasoning is inconsistent. Yeah, no, I have Bradley Beal's number two. I everything you said, I agree with. He he's not playing the defense this year or as great as defense. His best defense, I should say. But I wouldn't either if I'm on the Wizards right now. It's not a winning team. It's not a team I'm going to put everything defensively. But he's a great two way player. He doesn't get the respect he deserves probably because he's on the Wizards. And some might say he puts up empty stats, but I don't believe in that at all. Like you were saying. But yeah, so that's that's for two and three, and then my number one. And I know, I'm pretty sure we all know the best shooting guard in the league is James Harden. And oh, I want to say that the reason I haven't had—I know you guys told me this—that you guys had Luca as your point guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, on your point guard list, so that's why I didn't have Luca mm-hmm. here because he would be on my point guard list as well if yeah. I had to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, number one for me is uh, James Harden. And- as well. Yeah, no, easy one like you were saying. Yeah. It you don't know basketball if you don't have James Harden as your number one shooting guard. You're just Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Let's say I did have Luca as my number Well, I should say without Luca in the I but, could see why you could put Luca in front, maybe. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. What what I am saying is Harden's the best shooting guard in the league. Yes, hundred percent. If I'm ranking Luca as a shooting guard, and I have to pick between the two, I'm taking Luca. Mm-hmm. That that's what I was gonna say. Like I'm taking him on my team more than Harden. I just feel like he has like so much potential, and what he's done in his two years is just un- un- unbelievable. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to get. To. Yeah, no, I get you. That makes a lot of sense. Um. I know you got to go, but I can't thank you enough for coming on. It was a lot of fun. I, we talked about a lot of great things, got through a lot, and I hope the listeners yeah, enjoyed. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on, and I, well, I really <laughs> appreciate you guys having me. Sorry, I'm yeah, no so problem. used to having my own friends, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, I feel but, yeah, Thank you guys so much uh, no for having me. It really means a lot, and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we can do this again in the future when uh, – Hopefully the season comes back to its fullest. Yeah. Thanks again. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your... Thank you for listening to High Post Sports Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please leave a rating, review, a like, and a subscribe. Big thank you to Eddie, as always, for coming on, You know, being one of the hosts. He does a great job. We will have Liam on next time. We'll be back next week, and hopefully we'll be back to our weekly uploads. Big thank you to Danny for coming on. You can find him on Twitter at the Basketball Insider and Instagram at the Basketball Insider. It was awesome. I hope you guys enjoy the conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it.